beautiful day in the seven cities. I'm Brady Parkins. I'm Charlie Wise. This is Seven Stakes Podcast. We're on to week nine. It's been a long nine weeks. It has been <laughs> a long nine weeks. And an insane nine or nine weeks up until this point. We just watched the Texans play. The Eagles gave them a little bit more of a game, I think, than anybody else was expecting. Eagles pulled away at the end. Seems like any player that wasn't named Devontae Smith scored for the Eagles and of course <laughs> that was unfortunate for you anytime touchdown score tonight Damian Pierce randomly decided to run for go off on them that one hurt me and my <laughs> same game parlay because also the Eagles decided this was the one game where they weren't going to dominate the first half and you know we listened to or we watched good morning football this morning and they went and did a round table about who they thought was going to have a better game between miles sanders had a really good game yeah i mean he still ran for like 100 yards and had a touchdown yeah and but then damien pierce comes and has 127 yards no touchdown but i did make that call after joking that it should be an easy call and then it of course just because the way this season's gone of course damien pierce would have a better game against the eagles like top ranked defense in the league it was insane but we're on to week nine now. We can jump in right into our picks, I guess. We, I mean, unless you have anything injury related, or we had some big trades, you know, right there. There were some the, big trades, I guess. Um, the trade deadline there. I don't know that there's a ton that's going to necessarily sway any kind of like betting lines and stuff, though. Now the Eagles made a move there. Um, yeah, like Claypool went to the Bears. You got which is random. I've, yeah, that one was random. Um, Bears pretty much sold their defense in this past week. Uh, yeah, Roquan went to the Ravens. The Ravens should be a little bit better on defense. Miami got better on defense with Chubb. It, yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, it's just not like a huge shift in contenders really i mean no nothing i don't i can't really think of anything that happened that would change my thinking on anybody necessarily no and i do feel like i'm missing one fairly big trade i i can't think of it any off the top of my head right now um i know the packers yet again failed to (laughs) make any type of move when they are obviously hurting very bad at the receiver position it's like they're making a like they're really making a point to not have any kind of weapons at receiver yeah and sound like the rams had a bunch of offers for cam Akers, a lot of controversy around him and now it looks like he's actually going to play some this week because they did they didn't end up trading him and just the weird times all around the nfl you know but let's go ahead and jump into our picks here all right (laughs) starting off i've got the tennessee titans over 16 and a half points at minus 110 on DraftKings. they're playing the chiefs this week the titans average 18.8 points per game and the chiefs allow 24 and a half points per game the chiefs running defense was actually pretty stout except for the last three games last three games they've averaged or they've allowed an average of 127 rushing yards. Uh, last week, you know, Derrick Henry had the huge game against the Texans, went for over 200 yards. He's the owner of the Texans almost, just absolutely dominated him. 
And the Titans have only been held under this mark once this season, and that was against the Buffalo Bills, who are obviously the front runner in the AFC right now. I really like this. It seems like a really low number. Who knows? Maybe the whole Malik, uh, Willis, Ryan Tannehill, they don't know who's going to start at this point. But I still think as long as Derrick Henry's in that backfield, I think they're going to have a chance to – I definitely think they're going to have a chance to go over 16.5 points here. Yeah, you know I like that one. You know I'm not the biggest Chiefs believer this season. <laughs> Been proving me wrong, I guess. I guess so far. I still think there's a couple games that they snuck away with wins that they probably didn't deserve. Um, and yeah, I mean the Titans game a real tough game last year and beat them. So why not do it again this year? Talking about teams that sneak away with wins they we feel like they didn't deserve. Let's bring up the Minnesota Vikings. You've got a pick there. We're actually going with them at yeah, this point. So they'll definitely get killed this week i'm sure <laughs> yeah that'd actually be nice if they did um for the big bet at least but in this one we're going with the vikings minus one and a half in the first half it's minus 115 on FanDuel. on the season the vikings are eighth in first half scoring they're scoring 13.7 points per game and on defense they're also ranked eighth in opponent scoring allowing just 9.7 points per game on the other side against my commanders who are a horrible 31st in the league in first half scoring, just scoring 6.4 points per game. And on the defensive side, they're 19th. Um, they are allowing 11.5 points per game there. So far on the season, the Vikings have been up by at least four points at half in five of their seven games. The only two games that they weren't up by at least four was against the Eagles, who are the number one scoring offense in the first half um, in the entire league. They were down by quite a bit in that one. And then against the Lions, who are actually the seventh best scoring team in the first half of games, uh, they were tied with the Lions in the first half of that one. On the other side, Commanders, they've been down by at least four in the first half of five of their eight games this season. They just can't seem to get scoring early. Um, You know, both of these first two games, even with Heineke, the offensive's really struggled in the first half kind of figured it out in the second half there so well i think probably by the end of this game i could totally see it being a close game because every single vikings game seems to be a close game and they somehow seem to sneak away with the victory so by the end of the game might get close but i think early on it's probably gonna be vikings here then we're moving on here we're going with the seattle seahawks plus one in the first quarter and that's minus 140 on DraftKings. The Seahawks have the best first quarter offense, averaging 7.6 points. And they are playing the Arizona Cardinals, who have the worst scoring offense in the first quarter, and they only average 1.1 points in the first quarter. Arizona actually has the worst scoring defense as well in the first quarter, allowing 6.9 points, while Seattle has only allowed about 3.9 points in the first quarter. Seattle's another team that's shocking us. They tend to get off on these fast starts here in the first quarter, and it shows with their statistics. Arizona, really lackluster in the first quarter. You know, they've had DeAndre Hopkins back the past two weeks, and you haven't seen an uptick in their first quarter numbers still. They Last week they kicked a field goal, and, you know, kind of disappointing on that aspect. But I like the Seahawks here. You can get their money line at plus, I believe, 115 right now. I'm taking the point on this just in case, you know, for some reason 
the Cardinals end up scoring a touchdown, but the Seahawks score a touchdown, you get that plus one, you know, gives you a little bit more of a comfortable feeling there. I like that one too there. So I'm going back to the uh, Vikings and Commanders game for my next one, and I'm taking Terry McLaurin over 66.5 receiving yards. It's minus 125 on DraftKings. The Vikings have given up the fourth most receiving yards to wide receivers this season, and the three teams that are worse than them have played eight games on the season. Vikings have had their bye, so they've only played seven games, actually. So they're giving it up to receivers. And since Heineke's taken over at quarterback for the Commanders, Terry has been seeing a 25% target share, which is pretty significant, and he's been over 70 yards in each of those two games here. Those two guys just have, you know, they've got a pretty good rapport. Um, Curtis Samuel was out all of last season. Terry was really the only guy on this team that him and Heineke spent a whole season together last year. So, they know each other. Heineke trusts him. And he's shown that because, I mean, early in the season, Terry wasn't getting any kind of deep balls thrown to him. He wasn't – I mean, he this guy can go up and make the contested catch. And while Wentz wasn't giving that to him early in the season, Heineke has shown that he will just throw that ball up to Terry and, you know, it's Terry's down there somewhere. Let me chuck it to him. And he comes down with them sometimes. So I like him to catch a couple of those balls here against the Vikings and – Put up a pretty solid day out there. I always love a scary Terry pick. You know, Ohio State alum did a lot of good things for us. We're moving on again. New York Jets plus three and a half in the fourth quarter at minus 120. They're playing the Bills. The Jets have the highest fourth quarter scoring offense in the NFL, averaging 10.1 points per game in the fourth quarter, while Buffalo only averages 4.7 points per game. Both teams have pretty stout fourth quarter defenses and both rank in the top five in this category however what may what led me towards this bet i think the bills are going to jump out to a lead you know the jets are going to be really trying to fire all cylinders make a comeback in the fourth quarter put a touchdown in plus three and a half here feels like a steal especially since you know the jets are able <laughs> they've shown they're able to score a lot in the fourth quarter surprisingly they're leading the nfl and of course the saints right behind them love this bet here love the points i'll say at first when you first say that bet it sounds like you're crazy for taking the jets on any kind of points in that one but it does make sense with i mean i could totally see this being a game where the bills jump out to a huge lead early and don't really have to try late in the game and they've already shown a couple times this season that late in games they've taken out uh, Josh Allen and some of their other starters. So that could definitely open the door for the Jets to score some late points there and cover that one for sure. And for my last one on this one, it's I was telling you before this episode that this is one of those ones that is just the line jumped out immediately when I saw it. It just does not seem right, but it's going to be Khalil Herbert over 33.5 rushing yards. It's minus 115 on DraftKings. So he's only had one game this entire season where he's been under this mark. And in the beginning of the season, he was like a, I mean, a very legitimate backup running back, was not getting much run. So his one game that he didn't get this mark, he only had four carries in it. Over the past couple games, though, this backfield's really turned into a 50-50 split between him and Montgomery. Um, 
in those two games, they played against New England and Dallas, both of which are top 10 defenses against running backs on the season. Against New England, he ran for 62 yards. Against Dallas last week, he ran for 99 yards. This week, they're playing Miami. They're ranked 21st on the season against running backs. So, I I mean, I just don't see a way that this guy does not get over 33.5 rushing yards here. The Bears run the ball more than anybody in the league, so I'm not worried about him getting game scripted out or anything like that. They've shown that even if they're down, they're going to continue to run that ball all game long. And he's just an explosive back. He's he's broken off long runs in a few games this season, over 34 yards alone in just one run. So, I mean, for a guy that's capable of doing that and a guy that's going to be probably, I mean, he should be getting over 10 carries in this game. I really like him to just smash this one sticking with that same game my last pick here in the seventh pick of the week we're taking mike Isecki over two and a half receptions at minus 110 on DraftKings. now this this line is right around his average on the season however the past three games is really when you've seen an uptick in his production and his targets and also his receptions as well he's went over this number every time the past three games receiving at least four targets in all of those games. He's got a 70% catch rate, so right around there to get that three receptions. He's had over four receptions in a few games this season. I think, you know, with Tua in there, he's starting to become one of Tua's, you know, in an offense where, you know, you have Jalen Waddell, you've got Tyreek Hill. Gusecki's there getting receptions too because those guys are going to, give you all they can as far as coverage just terrorizing <laughs> defenses <laughs> but outside of that I like Mike Gusecki to go over two and a half receptions here I hope he gets a touchdown as well because I would like to see him do the gritty again <laughs> I think it's hilarious when he does it <laughs> and that's our seventh pick and you know Charlie we got back on our feet a little bit last week we went four and three after just getting rolled the two previous weeks it's been really tough lately it's been a tough first half of the season you know tough re- lately getting our confidence back i feel like our confidence is getting better and i feel very confident about all the picks we have this week and i love them yeah i really hope we can rattle off some wins here get a really really nice decisive winning week a little five and two six and one Seven and seven and oh, hey. I don't know. It's got to happen. happen sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if offers happen the opposite way, you know, we got to. True, true. It's got to happen the <laughs> other way, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and recap these picks for this week. So we are taking the Titans over 16 and a half total points, the Vikings minus one and a half in the first half, Seahawks plus one in the first quarter. Terry McLaurin over 66 and a half receiving yards. The Jets plus three and a half in the fourth quarter. Khalil Herbert over 33 and a half rushing yards. And Mike Kosicki over two and a half receptions. And that's seven picks. I'm Brady Parkins. I'm Charlie Wise. You have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Mm-hmm.